Hi, this is Andre from the JJC Podcast, Jacksonville Jaguars Country Podcast. And when you get a chance, check out the website at www.jacksonvillejaguarscountry.com, hashtag Jag Country. This is for the hardcore fans. Um, episode 2 will be about the disrespect from the media regarding the Jacksonville Jaguars in general. Um, it's just been this weird type of hate where people believe that we're just not going to be good. Like, it's a thing where people just think, oh, we're just going to win two games. I don't I don't understand where this is coming from or just personally it just seems like the NFL has it against the Jacksonville Jaguars. We have numerous we have examples of that. They just have it's just something they have against us and I don't know why. I don't know why. In the owner's meeting, did the owner do something that is just inexcusable? I don't know what happened, but they I feel like they're out to get us. Or just, it's just blatant disrespect. I mean, 2017, it took, it took forever for them to even acknowledge that we were having a winning season. You know how some teams will be on the surprise and they'll be like, oh, they're on the surprise. And they'll talk about them a little bit. It took to the playoffs to actually have them legit, like, talk about us. But it's just been blatant disrespect. And I have have an article here from Bleacher Report, the NFL staff. The NFL staff that did this. Um... Where do they thought we were at? Where they thought we were at? Their NFL staff. They have us at 32. And this is even crazier, right? They have a high and low list. The highest they think we can go is 31. The lowest is the last spot in the NFL. (laughs) Oh, you got to be kidding me, right? Right? Are they... You telling me that (laughs) I'm going to give you their reasoning. Their reasoning why they believe this. This is what it says. After a miserable 6-10 season, the Jaguars blew up the roster in the offseason. One year after signing a massive free agent contract, quarterback Nick Foles was shipped to the Bears Veteran defensive end Calais Campbell was sent to the Baltimore Ravens. Cornerback A.J. Boye was sent to the Denver Broncos. That is the first paragraph. Blew up the roster is what they said. Are you kidding me? I didn't see Nick Foles win any games last year for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Who won those games? Gardner Minshew. He won those games. 
Calais Campbell. Yes, Calais Campbell was important. He's one of the best players in Jacksonville Jaguar history. The mayor, he gets his respect. He gets his due. But let's not kid ourselves here. A wall was coming with Calais Campbell. He's an older player, and eventually his production was going to decline. And we need one of the players we drafted to step up. And that was a good decision by the Jacksonville Jaguars to send him to Baltimore where he has a chance to go for a championship. Baltimore last year were one of the best teams in the NFL. They have an MVP on their team. So it was logical to send him to a team where he could possibly win. I respect that 100%. But let's not act like this was a massive blow-up where we got all new players. It wasn't that massive of a blow-up. Cornerback A.J. Boye was traded to the Denver Broncos. A.J. Boye is a quality corner. Yes. But he still had a, a nice chunk on his contract. And I think C.J. Henderson can fill his spot fine. I think C.J. Henderson will fill his spot fine. So where was this massive blow-up? We actually got stronger at linebacker. The defensive end part, we'll see how the line will be next year. Calais Campbell was on the decline. He was on the decline anyway. So it wasn't like, oh, he just got he just got 17 sacks and we just sent them away. Nick Foles never even played most of the season. It was Gardner Minshew. It was his team. The team back Gardner Minshew. So, and even then, this team, they went 6-10. and ten. I, I, you know, you say a miserable 6-10, and ten, but the type, after Nick Foles got hurt, I mean, 6-10 and ten is not bad. When we started to switch players in and out, we had weaknesses at the linebacker position. This season, we, the linebacker position, we're going to have somebody there. We picked up the Browns linebacker. I thought that was a good, that was a good pickup. So I'm, I'm not quite understanding how we're starting over again. I think actually we're in the best position we have been talent-wise on this team. Since last decade, I think last I think this is a this is going to be a different type of rebuild. I think they may get this one right, and I've I've had somewhat faith before, but I I really think they're going to get this one right. Um, I like the draft picks, but this is what they say else, right? They say Yannick and Dockway. Has made it abundant clear he wants out. They've tried to trade any to find someone for Leonard Fournette during the draft. That was part of their rebuild, uh, supposedly. Um, 
they also said, but a team that's just a few years away or ago was one game from the Super Bowl is now rebuilding. The AFC is cloudy, but one thing is clear. On paper, the Jaguars are the weakest team in the division. <laughs> mm. The weakest team in the division? Mm. I might debate that. I think I could debate that. I don't want to be unpopular with it, but I think I could debate that. But I I will be honest, I think they are if if out of all three of them, I think I think number one is the Colts. That's because they added Andrew Luck not Andrew Luck, but they added Phillip Rivers to that roster. And I think if Phillip Rivers is Phillip Rivers, that roster will be fine. The second and third it it could possibly be I think it's 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 up in the air, but if we would go we would go with Houston above Tennessee. I think they're pretty close with each other. I, I wouldn't be surprised if they're pretty close. And I think the Jags would be the weakest team in the South. But I don't think these are legitimate reasons for us to be thirty thirty two. I, I don't think it is. I honestly don't think we lost that much where it's a 2-14 and 14 season like they say it is. I, I don't. I think we got stronger at linebacker. And I think this defense is where it's much quicker. And I I, I like our safeties. I, I like Harrison, yes. I think the other one. We we have to wait and see a little bit more. I want to see a little bit more. I think Trey Hurton, Hurton. I want to see a little bit more. I seen somewhat. I seen him be productive, but I want to see the next step for him. I don't think this team is gonna be what they say is thirty two. I I just don't. I just don't see it. And I I can tell you teams that they are better than. I I think. And this is me. I think they're better than the Washington Redskins. I put my money on the Jaguars against the Washington Redskins. I would. I don't believe in Dwayne Haskins. I think we're better than the Washington Redskins. I think we're better than the Cincinnati Bengals. I think we are better than the Cincinnati Bengals. You get a quarterback, that doesn't mean anything. We don't know what the hell Joe Burrow's going to do. We don't know that. I mean, they have wide receivers. They have a running back. But their defense ain't that that good. I think we're better than the Cincinnati Bengals. I think we're better than the Washington Redskins. Um, I think we could be better. I think there's a possibility that we're better than the Carolina Panthers. I would have to see. But they have a new coach that... uh, Matt Rule? Come on. I think we could be better. 
than the Carolina Panthers. I also think that we could be better, but I don't think it will happen. I think the Chargers have too much talent for them not to at least win seven games. They have too much talent to not win seven games. But I can see us having a better record than the, than the, than the Los Angeles Chargers. I can see that. Tyrod Taylor and Justin Herbert? I don't know. You know what Tyrod Taylor is. He is always the veteran that's going to be there until Justin Herbert is ready. And we don't know when he's going to be ready. You want to talk about a blow-up. The Chargers lost Phillip Rivers, Melvin Gordon. I mean, they lost those guys. That's that's tough that they lost their franchise quarterback that's been there for, what, 15, 16 years? And they lost a running back. A good running back. But, I mean, Austin Eckler did a great job last year, so it's no, it's it's not hard to replace him. But... Tyrod Taylor is replacing Phillip Rivers. That's going to be a huge change. We know Phillip. We know Phillip Rivers is, but we know what Tyrod Taylor is. We know what he is. He's safe. <laughs> he'll he's safe, and he'll make a run to get you some yards, this, that, and the third. But he's a safe guy. We don't know what the Chargers are going to be. You know, we don't know. Um, I think the Giants. I think the Jags have a chance to be better than the Giants. The New York Giants. Um, coaching, they have a new coach. They're very talented on offense, but we don't know. We don't know what they're they're doing defensively. Their defense is not that good. Those are just some teams in general that I would look at and say, I think the Jags have a better shot of being better than them. Like, on paper, better than them. I think a lot of people are underrating Gardner Minshew. Um, Last year, Gardner Minshew should have been an offensive rookie of the year candidate. He didn't even have to start all the games, and he had just as good a stats as Kyler Murray, the winner. So I don't understand where this where this disrespect of Gardner Minshew. I know he's a six-round pick, but I love his attitude. I love his personality, and I think he's a He's a hard worker, and those type of things make a difference. So looking forward, I I think we could expect a good year out of him. We could expect a good year out of him. I I think we're very we're very much the media in general is very much underrating him. I think they are. Um. That was just something to talk about because 
I'm just tired of the disrespect. Like to say that to say and come out and say that we are gonna go two and fourteen, that's just that's just absurd. I, I two and fourteen, four and twelve, maybe four and twelve I can see, but not two wins. Like NFL.com's was even crazier. Um NFL.com's let me look that up. NFL.com's power ranking. Cause I seen it, I had it, and then just it was crazy. It was it was mad crazy. It was like disrespectful to the core. And I was like, wow. It was really disrespectful. This is what they said. The Jags did not select the quarterback with any of their nine picks in the first five rounds. That more evidence that Gardner Minshew will be will get a full season addition to be the man. <laughs> Twenty twenty will be an <laughs> audition for a lot of people in Jacksonville. <sighs> I can somewhat, but those reasons. For being 32, I can't see it. Um, one reason why is because we have we have a number of people that may be addition, and then let's talk about those people. I mean, David Bryan is going to be one of those people we're going to look at. Gardner Minshew is going to be one of those guys we're going to look at. Cam Robinson is going to be another one of those guys that's going to be looking at. And Leonard Fournette is going to be one of those guys that we look at because it's Cam and Leonard are in their final they in their final type of year, so it's going to be important for them to be productive. I think Cam Robinson's going to show us a lot this year. He was recovering from the ACL injury, so I I did feel bad for him a little bit, but I think that this year, he's going to be ready to go. Leonard Fournette, I think he's going to be ready to go. And it might be a little bit of pressure off of him. Um, I can understand how people can feel about him being that we took him so high and who we took him over. A guy we're playing in our own division, Deshaun Watson. Um, I remember that draft. That draft, I... I like Leonard Fournette a lot, but I thought we could have got um, the running back from the running back that's in, um, where is he at? Minnesota. I thought we could have got him late in the first round and picked up Deshaun Watson. But I, Deshaun Watson, I wanted, or Jamal Adams. And I thought Leonard Fournette was a great running back. 
but I didn't think we needed a running back because we signed one, Chris Ivory, last offseason. So it was, it didn't make sense to me to sign Chris Ivory for all that money and then draft a running back. So I can understand why Leonard Fournette could feel a little less pressure this year. I think he has a quarterback that can take some pressure off him. He has a wide receiver. This might be the best wide receiving core we've had in a long time. I mean, 2017's was terrible compared to this one. I think this one's better than 2017. And that's because Allen Robinson got hurt. But I, I think that this wide receiving core is the best that we have and we've had in a nice long time. Um, I think Gardner Minshew will be able to use the weapons. He has another year under his belt to play with these guys. He's he'll he'll be ready to go. And I think Trey Hurton may be addition in as well. I think if he has a bad season this year, I could see them finding someone to replace him. But I think he's up to the challenge. I think he's up to the challenge, so... I'm not really concerned. It will be a tough, rough period in the beginning, as it will for every other team, because they don't get preseason. And COVID made it a kind of an even playing field. Because now everybody has to play on the same speed and that's where the Jags could possibly get some games that maybe no one thought they could get and those things could do good for us um here's Peter King's one I'm I'm looking at this one Peter King and this is what he says. Is this Peter King? Yep, power rankings with Peter King. He has the Jacksonville Jaguars at 32. This is These are his words. I'm sure Vegas had a tote, tote board. I list Doug Marone with the best odds of any coach to be fired this season. <laughs> I think he's, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, I would, I would list him with the best odds as well. I'm not even gonna lie about that. I would, as, I would as well. He says it's hard to blame him for the mass exodus of players. Of good players, Ramsey, Campbell, Boye, Darius, and Foles from the Jags. Still, the Jags is 11 and 22 since the day of the 10 point to since the blown 10 point fourth quarter lead in that 2017 AFC Championship game. And at some point, the coach has to pull this team out of that to keep being the coach. I agree with that. I agree with that. 
You have to be able to. But it is hard to blame him for those players. But he still, at one point, had those players and was still losing. So I can't, I can't yet, because he had those players and he still lost. And a lot of people last year thought if it was a person to go, Doug Marone was on his way out. And I thought the defensive coordinator was going to be two-stepping right behind him. And that didn't happen. Instead, our offensive coordinator left. But let's get back to the to the paragraph here. Marone will need a good season from Gardner Minshew and a new and new coordinator Jay Gruden and QB coach Ben McAdoo for this team to have any chance to survive. They have a good young nucleus on defense. He's uh, he's right. Pass rusher Josh Josh Allen. Yep, fifteen sacks or more, man. Um, keep. <laughs> Chasing and linebacker Miles Jack and cornerback C.J. Henderson. Though it's hard to predict that two rookies will hit the ground running the way Allen did as a rookie last year, I wonder which lucky GM and coach will get handed Trevor Lawrence if the Jags are truly awful this year. So what he's basically saying, we're going to get Trevor Lawrence next year. The GM and the coach will be gone. And that's just it. And for us to have any chance to play with teams in the NFL, it will be Jay Gruden, Ben McAdoo, and Minshew. So he's just predicting they are going to be gone. (laughs) Oh, man. But they really think... Joe Judge is going to coach better than... Joe Judge has never been a coach. You know... Matt Rule is a coach. I, I like, like, Matt Rule is a coach. I think that he can coach better than them. I, I, would, I would trust Doug Marone over... Joe Judge and Matt Rule. I would. I'd trust him in a heartbeat. And I trust him over um the Bengals coach. I don't I don't I don't I don't like the Bengals coach. Like like who likes the Bengals coach? But it's just that's just what Peter King thinks. I mean, Peter King ain't the world. But he makes some good points. I'm not even going to lie. He makes some good points. He makes some good points about those things. And I would guess that the coach to be fired this year on everybody's list <laughs> is going to be Doug Marone. I'm curious to see how Doug Marone coaches this year. Um... I think this year, since everybody's on an even playing ground, I think he has a chance to steal some wins. So I'm curious to see how he makes adjustments, how the coaching, how the coaching staff 
how Todd Wash and the co- defensive coaching staff use the players on defense. Because they said there's going to be a lot of mix and matching this year, so I'm 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 curious to see how that's going to go or how that's going to work. Um let's see some more NFL power rankings. I I'm curious and they have us at 32. Um, this is lineups.com. Who is this at lineups.com? So, Jason. Oh, gosh. Jason Gilbolt? Jason Gilbolt. Um, he has us at 32. And this is his. This is what he's saying about us. After trading away most of their defense, again, we didn't trade away most of our defense. I don't know where this came from. It was no surprise to see the Jaguars hit defensive picks hard in the draft. I like what they did, but the offense continues to have zero identity. Zero identity. I don't know if that's the case. I think our identity is still run-based. I still think we're going to lead with the run. That's always been our identity. I don't know if it's smash mouth as it once was. But I think that's still our identity. We're going to be a run-first team. Um... I like the def. He he says he likes the draft. I don't know about trading most of our defense away. I mean, they slowly went away, but I don't think we traded them all away. You know, but he has us at thirty-two, and again, he has Cincinnati, Washington, you know, uh, Carolina over us. The Giants. The Giants have Saquon Barkley. Who's going to be the same type of target? He's going to get targeted. Um, But, yeah. Didn't like it. Let's look at ESPN's article. I'm curious of what they have. Um, I'm curious of what they have us at. ESPN. Um, Look at this. They have us at 30th. Look at that. That's somebody that has a chance. That, that, that's somebody that's 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 real telling us we last. That's somebody that's real. Wait, 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 wait. Nope. They have us at 32. My bad. I thought we was at 30. And this is what they say. Who's on the hot seat? The GM and the coach. Doug Marone, why his seat is warm. Cardwell cleaned up the salary, and he and Marone made it a priority to address some lingering locker room issues. That's great, but the team needs to start winning more games. He talks about the 11 and 21 since the AFC title game. Um, he talks about how the owner stressed accountability. In other words, they better show improvement or changes will be made but they have us 32 because of that 
but they say who's on the hot seat for each player in each t- team. Each team, who's on the hot seat. Um, really don't show much, but they say why we're 32 ESPN. And it's pretty much those two. Um, I'm curious if the season ends and let's say we have a bad record and we do have the number one pick. Will he fire both of them? Will he fire Doug Marone and Dave Caldwell? I think Caldwell has done a good job getting talent. Well, I would say he's done a good job trying to put a team together. He 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 does he does go out and get key free agents. I'll give him that. But with with the team with the talent he has now, it probably would be based on how well they do. But if Doug Marone is bad, they both may go at the same time. I wouldn't be surprised if they got fired at the same time. So they're both they both are depending on each other in that one. But the utter disrespect, there's no reason to disrespect. I don't think we're the 32nd ranked team at all. And um yeah, that's that's majority of today's topic. Um if you want to hear more, follow us on Spotify. Just click a like, click a follow. Um, this is episode two. We'll be back for another episode soon. And um, thank you for listening to the JJC podcast. We'll see you later. Have a good and wonderful day.